Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. We're back with another podcast reviewing some uh, some of the news. Still not talking about the big miserable things. And although I think somehow the COVID inquiry will get a mention related to the sheep story later. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what we do. I've got the list of stories here, but I, I give you those in the intro as well, don't I? So uh, let's not go into too many details. What was? Oh, there is one story which we're not going to touch on at all. Didn't even trim it out ready for podcast only stuff, but I did see that... The guy who is the beast on the chase is apparently dating one of the reporters at GB News, which I just, that's just the most delightful gossip page that I've seen for a while. And uh, he seems very happy with himself. Very happy with himself indeed. So, uh, yeah, let's see how his chase game, now that he doesn't have to spend all of his time, you know, wishing he could be on dates and just uh, reading books, see how his game fares now. Listen, Here's a podcast where we talked about things to do with the news. We actually broadcast it on radio because we're old school like that. Trimmed it down and it came out like this. Actually, on today's show, we might even discuss this. The big battle of Bonfire Night versus Halloween. Which way do you go on it? Because, you know, of a certain age, I'm an age where I, I miss the Bonfire Night vibes. It used to be the clear winner. Where then America came along, that new little foundling place, and gave us Halloween... I don't know, historical. historically that's not true, but it's fun. And the next thing you know, we all care about Halloween. And I can kind of understand, really, Guy Fawkes Night, what you got there? You got some sort of mannequin thing made from tights. What have you got happening on Halloween? People dressing up as sexy kittens. So I, I can see why. But we might get something into that. Uh, also, we'll be talking about turkey. We'll be uh, literally talking turkeys, what we're doing on the show. Nudists are in the news. Something about Bonnie Tyler and ghost. Ghosts. Probably not true, but they're kind of Halloween-y as well. So I know it's a hangover from, you know, it's gone now. We should be focusing on Christmas. And we will do, because we'll talk about turkey. I've been through this. I think that's it true anyway. Um, turkeys are in the news. Turkeys will be back on the dinner table this Christmas after a fall in sales last year. 60% of households will have a turkey, they say. Cost of living crisis and whatnot made it tricky, but um, apparently we're going for turkey. The reason I like this news story is because I am already eating a lot of turkey. Don't get me wrong, I still consider it to be a large, dry bird, and I've never used that sentence as a compliment. But I think it's got, is it called tryptophan? The uh, hormone thing that makes you sleepy? Which is why we're buying a lot of it and feeding it to my son, who stopped napping. He's like 19 months old. He should be napping, so now he's eating a lot of turkey to try and see... Because it's like the, the legal way to tranquilise your child. I've looked into it, it's kind of legal. So there we go, you're up to date. And this is why I think it works well at Christmas. Not that it's a tasty feast, but that nap afterwards, oh, that's the good thing. Nudists are in the news. Bad news for you if you're a nudist. I was going to say, I probably don't have a lot of nudists listening. I don't know, because there's that place in Orpington. Where I did a gig once, the the nudist place. Anyway, they're in the news. Nudists uh, in, in a royal forest have been ordered to cover up when walkers uh, are in the area. They were warned that if you practice naturism, we're asking you to respect the feelings of other visitors. Feelings is a weird word for that, but I kind of agree. The I I mean, like in favour of I I would never do it myself, but if you want to be a nudist, knock yourself out, right? The go for it. The people in Orpington were absolutely lovely when I did a gig there. I remained fully clothed. That's that's the kind of thing. I mean, I spent money on those clothes. I'm not going to not wear them. 
But um, they're right when they say it's not a sexual thing. Or at least by the state of that audience. <laughs> That's harsh. Harsh but fair. Um, but I think if you're walking in the woods... That's the one place where think about what it's like for the other people. Just going for a ramble, and all of a sudden, ah, there's a yeti, but it's been shaved. Do you know what I mean? It's not what you, not what you want. This is in the news. Um, Bonnie Tyler, which is either the name of a singer or someone who's really enjoying their job in the bathroom. Uh, no, it's the singer we're talking about. Singer Bonnie Tyler has revealed how burglars once trashed her home, and here's the interesting detail: spray painted her dog. Now, I've read the article a few times. She doesn't say the name of the dog. Because I imagine it must be a really good... Like, she's called Bonnie. That's a good... It, her name would be great as a dog's name. So imagine the name of a dog in that family. It must be such an excellent dog name. But I do feel... Obviously, I, I'm not mocking. Well, I'm mocking. But I do feel sorry for them. But what kind of a burglar thinks I'll nick some stuff and I know I'll spray paint the dog? So, what, so it blends in. So you... You think yeah, they've nicked that as well. No, they're not. They've put they've camouflaged it. The I don't understand. Well, apparently they spray painted the dog different colours. And they also spray painted the furniture. It feels like they're not very good burglars. You're meant to take stuff with you, not leave stuff there. They're the opposite of burglars, really, but you still hope they get arrested for it. Shocking news if you're a person like me. Apparently two-thirds of us are, are collecting things. And they've spent, on average, £5,500 on hobbies. Books, Barbie dolls, stamps. I mean, I suppose the good thing about being a stamp collector, you're a nerd, but you're never going to be short of, you know, a stamp. Uh, Barbie seems a bit pointless. Royal family memorabilia. I mean, this is what I don't get about that. Often it's the tea towel, isn't it? And I see the function of a tea towel, but why would you have a tea towel that you can't use? Like, I don't understand people who have those commemorative plates up on a wall. Just have a picture. Because that's where that's what fits on walls. You know, if you've been around a museum. Tends to be paintings, pictures, that kind of thing. Not a lot of crockery. What else? I'm really in a mood today, aren't I? Um, apparently, 8 in 10 say that it causes arguments at home. Of course it does. You can't find a clean plate because they're all stuck to the wall. Um, no, I, I'm not in favour. I think it's a fool's errand. It's a folly. If you start collecting things, all you're going to do is have loads of stuff that you don't know where to put. That's hardly joyous, is it? I it's why I spend my money on food. I know exactly where to put it, and it never fills up the you know the house. I get right through it. Further entertainment news: Grace Dent uh, is apparently going to go on I'm a Celebrity this year. Was it last year we did, like, I'm a Celebrity coverage? And I don't know why, because it's not really... I don't think I ever saw an episode, and yet we covered it in detail on this show. All right, man. The TV food critic branded the series a puerile venture into starvation, televised constipation, and animal cruelty, uh, abbrevi abbreviated by ads for Iceland one-pound curries. <laughs> so she's not a fan, but she's going on it for money? Fame? Yeah, why not? I mean, I... I do exactly the same. I'm not judging her. I actually quite like uh, Grace Dent, mainly because she follows me on Twitter because she used to like The Mash Report. I don't know if she ever watched The Mash Report to realise it was satire or thought that's a type of food and she was following people to do the food, but she follows me on Twitter. That's nice. Um, I, d you know, I don't blame her. I've often thought it's a silly TV show. We've said on this show, what's so big and fancy about eating insects? At some point, that's going to be the diet we all have to survive on. So big, but of course, if they offered me a big chunk of money 
to go in the diet uh, to go in there and starve for a while so I can come out thinner. If I, yes, you're right. I would do it for free, but I shouldn't really say that out loud on radio because I've just done myself out of money there, haven't I? This story we have. I can't believe we've not dealt with it more. But there's the the sheep, the lonely sheep. It was on its own. It fell down a cliff and was living in a lovely place that had lots of you know grass and things that sheep like, and uh, it's been rescued. I say rescued. I get the feeling it might not have wanted to leave there. It was idyllic for the thing. But, you know, it wasn't being bothered or worried, I believe the word is. It wasn't being shaved, shorn, whatever the... I don't know its name, but... Britain's loneliest sheep has been rescued after two years stranded on a remote beach. It sounds amazing, doesn't it? Two years on your own on a beach. A team of farmers with climbing experience for a beach. The... (laughs) I'm not sure how good your climber is. Uh, yeah, I've been climbing for a few years. What have you been climbing? Oh, mainly beaches. Right, that's they're quite sea level, aren't they? Yep. Yeah, I thought it'd start small, build up to you know rocks, steps, swings. Um. Anyway, this team of people they've rescued. They've named her Fiona, and uh, they've rescued the sheep. She's missed out on the last two years, though. So I ima- imagine what it's like finding out that. All the stuff that's happened. Liz Truss is going to come as a shock to her, isn't he? Imagine getting the full... Imagine that poor sheep who's been on an island for two years. Finally gets off, looks at a newspaper and says, Are you still going on about Boris Johnson and the lockdowns? Ah, put me back on the island. In terms of stories that we're not quite having time to talk about, uh, there's a few... Ab Fab star Jennifer Saunders says she she saw a ghost when she was at college. I don't know if this falls into my category of celebs claiming they've had rude experiences with ghosts, and they probably haven't. It was just someone dressed up as one. But that was... It wasn't rude, and it was back in college before she was famous. That one might be... It seems seems believable. And Labour is considering robot taxes on companies that replace people with AI, which makes sense until they get AI on the accountancy, and then somehow everything will be off in the Cayman. So, you know what? Maybe it's okay that we didn't cover those stories. We couldn't really get much out of them anyway. I think we're uh, pretty much done for the day. Now oh, we're pretty much done for that. And we covered off the remaining few stories in that last link on radio. Um, and I can't remember if, if I trimmed it out or left it in, but the bit where I pretended to be playing some sound effects. I'm recording this whilst the neighbours are setting off fireworks. And I'm in a wooden shed, so this could really end badly. If this even gets loaded to the internet, it means I've in some way survived longer than you'd expect to when you're surrounded by flammable stuff. But anyway... Also, the cat... It's true. There was a news story we didn't even talk about today. Pet owners don't like fireworks nights because of the stress that happens with the thing. And it's not just that. It's the fact that it happens from about Halloween all the way through to New Year. In the old days, it used to be one day of fireworks, and now there's a lot of it. And the thing that really bothers me is when I'm driving back from a gig, and it's not Halloween, it's not bonfire night, it's not New Year's. Just like some late November day, I'll be driving back... And all of a sudden, I'll see a flash. And I think I've been caught speeding. And it's just some stupid firework. So, I think that's the real beef here. Subscribe to wherever you found this podcast. You can uh, email me, me, at Mr. Stephen Allen. And tweets and all the rest of it to at Mr. Stephen Allen as well. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Daily.